I'm waiting for outside. Can you hear my kids outside? No, that's the one thing about Skype is it doesn't really pick up anything outside of your general All right. area. All right, good. Here we go. <clears throat> oh, here, for Justin. Lift off and the clock has started. November 20th, 2022. Uh, my name is Zach Anderson, and this week we are don't know what we're discussing. I mean, we'll talk some Pokemon. We're going to talk a little more God of War, whatever Shannon's been playing. But other than that, you know, well, hey, glad you're here. We're going to figure it out as we go along. And uh, the we on this show is me and Shannon under pressure more. Yo, what's up? Yeah, it's um, it's been a week. Uh, and, uh, it ended with a trip to the cardiologist, uh, just for a checkup, uh, found out I have some high blood pressure that I need to get under control. So, you know, adding more pills to the roster of things I take during the day now, it's great. So, mm -hmm. um, you know, how was your, um, how was your week? Oh, it was fantabulous. Um, my kid, uh, had his first soccer playoffs and, uh, which was the, if you win, you continue style. Good. And so they had two games or they had a game and a potential other game on Saturday. And uh, the first game went to a shootout, which his team won. There was much joy in Mudville on our side and uh, no joy in Mudville on the other side. It, mm -hmm. Bro, it's heartbreaking when like <laughs> your team wins. Uh-huh. And all of a sudden, there's nine other children crying. <laughs> and so you feel like a total dick celebrating the fact that your kid's team won when, mm. like, these parents are trying to console these children that are bawling their eyes out. You know, it's like, man, OK, I can't I can't celebrate too hard. Oh, come on. It's a very valuable lesson that people need to learn. Uh, Winners get sprinkles. That's what you need to know. Yeah. You know, it's like if you want your flowers, win. That's that's what happens. The other horses get turned to glue. Um, <laughs> but then in the second game. So this is going to sound like sour grapes a little bit, but <laughs> also, OK, these kids are nine, right? Mm -hmm. They're children. Mm -hmm. So why does one team feel the need to grab like all of the all stars in this league and put them on one team because that's who they played the second time mm -hmm. and they have legitimately the four best players in the league all on the same team that were all cherry picked to be on the same team mm -hmm. and guess what they're undefeated all season and i'm sure they steamrolled today to the championship or whatever but it was just one of those like it's just not right yeah you know, these are like kids and you've got four kids that legitimately can play soccer at a higher level going up it's like it's just beating up on kids. Mm -hmm. it, it seemed weak. So they lost that one uh, four to nothing. But it was an improvement because when they played them earlier in the year, they lost seven to nothing. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's so, a good turnaround. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, and, it is a it is a bummer that you have kid like parents that are like so competitive that they want their kids to be on like the best team. Yeah. Which is a and, like. Because I also feel like at this age, those kids aren't learning anything other than other than like we can beat up on the weaker opponent. But like without having someone to actually challenge what you're doing, you're never actually going to improve. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. I don't know. Maybe they are just that much better. Maybe our kids suck. I'm not sure. But it was incredibly encouraging to see how much better our kids got as a team. Over the course of the season, uh, my kid in particular, like there was, <laughs> okay, you know me. So on <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, a particular, we were three or four weeks in the season and my son was just completely detached from the game, like to the point at, w at one juncture, 
he was spinning in circles in the middle <laughs> of the field. Uh, so I started recording. I started recording him. Mm-hmm. And play would move away from where he was all the way to the other side of the field. And I'd leave the camera on where the play was and just count until he got into the screen. And at one point it was almost two minutes before he got to where the rest of the players were. So after the game, we had a very serious talk. I was proud of myself because it was, there was no screaming and yelling. There was no, uh, I was proud of myself for that. Even, But I'd let him know that that was completely embarrassing, completely unacceptable. And, you know, you can't quit. You said you were going to play. So you're playing. So I'm not going to let you quit. But I'll tell you what I will do. If I ever see that effort out there again, I'm going onto the field in the middle of the game and I'm grabbing you and taking you out of there in front of (laughs) all of your friends. And you can explain to them on Monday why. And the threat of public embarrassment, I think, worked. You know, I was like, you're not going to you're not going to be in trouble with me. We're just going to go home. You're just going to have to tell all your teammates what happened. Mm -hmm. So that man, the turnaround I saw in him after that was astounding. (laughs) And uh, but it was it wasn't all that like his coaches worked with him, worked with all the kids really, really well. And I tell you, by the last three games, he, he was playing as good as I've ever seen him play, like really going after the ball, taking good command of it, like incredibly proud, incredibly proud dad in the stands, you know? Good. Um. But yes, they got their clocks cleaned. I'll be honest. Part of me was like, as much as I enjoyed being home today and not having to rush out of the house to another soccer game, I kind of was bummed. I would have liked to see how much better they could have done. But when you when you play against a buzzsaw, you don't usually win. Mm. So. Well, I'll tell you, uh, growing up, I had the opportunity to play on one of those teams that was just phenomenal right Mm -hmm. and i mean we went through the whole season undefeated got into the playoffs and it was baseball okay Uh, so we got in the playoffs got to the championships played the number two team and they beat us in the in the last in the in the in the world series of our league. oh wow and it was like i mean we were crushed like on our side like it was just devastated but the sheer acceleration, you know, the just the mm-hmm. joy of victory on their side was insane. Like, you would have thought it was the real World Series. Like, I mean, yeah. there was, like, water was just being thrown everywhere. There were sunflower seeds up in the air. I mean, it was pandemonium. Uh, and, yeah, I, I mean, I've, I've experienced heartbreak on, <laughs> on a level like no other <laughs> has. And it shook me to my core. Shook me to my core. Um, but, yeah, it's, um, you know. It's it's something I, I wish other people get to experience. Not the crushing defeat that I experienced, but the joy on the other side. Like, you know. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. And and it was sad, though, when 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 they lost and and like you were saying, all the kids were crushed. Mm-hmm. But and the coaches, I think the coaches were like a little taken aback by it. Like they didn't really know how to handle it. Like all mm-hmm. the kids like it's which was interesting because it's just one of those you just saw it happen to the team you played. So mm-hmm. I don't know why you thought it would be different <laughs> for our boys, but uh, what I told him is like, no, I mean, it's sad, but it's actually a great thing because they care. Mm-hmm. I mean, these are nine year old boys. If they didn't care, it'd be like, sweet. So are we going to get pizza or what are we doing? You mm-hmm. know, like that was okay. That's over with. So what what's next? What's next? And it's like, no, they, they gave a shit. So like yeah. that's that's something to actually be proud of. You got a group of nine year olds to care like mm-hmm. that. You might yeah, that's as well an accomplishment. Yeah, you might as well have built a rocket ship. You know, like it's <laughs> it's insane. But um, and then uh, last night, Shannon, mm-hmm. my wife and I and a couple friends went to go see Social Distortion play at a very small venue in Menlo Park, California. The hottest it, of venues. And if you are not familiar with Bay Area mapping, when I don't know why you would be, uh, you know where Stanford is, everyone? It's about 10 minutes above Stanford University, a little town called Menlo Park. And they used to have two movie theaters 
that were on El Camino there. Single screen movie theaters. One of them is torn down. The other one has been renovated to be a live music venue. We were all very curious to see this. Social Distortion is one of my favorite bands. So we're like, we're buying tickets and we're going. Uh, we get inside and this is a like four to 500 person venue. <laughs> very small, very small. And uh, and Social D killed it, man. They played a whole like hour and a half long set and played like it was, you know, they, they played like it was their normal big venue type setting, but like between songs it was cool to have like a more intimate vibe to it as far as speaking and all that but uh yeah i i i I promise not to do this but i have to (laughs) so we walk in right Mm -hmm. and it becomes really clear really fast (laughs) that me, my wife, and uh, our friends were like the youngest people there. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> and and it was kind of heartbreaking. Like, well, okay, we weren't the youngest people there. Some people brought their children. Um, <laughs> but yeah, there were a lot of a lot of gray beards around us, a lot of gray heads. Uh, How was the mosh pit? Uh, there wasn't one. Uh, and it was hilarious because the guy next to me was like man last time i saw him at the warfield the pit was this and that and i looked at him i'm like bro if i got in a pit i'd I'd feel it for two weeks like i can't i gotta go to work tomorrow man like i can't do this you know and and we were just laughing but yeah that was that was eye-opening that was a little (laughs) eye-opening that's awesome but and I everybody's gotta, just like, yeah, we're just gonna we're just gonna play those those jams, and it's gonna be like a motionless room, like nobody wants to get overly crazy. Oh no, no, people were dancing and stuff, like people were moving, but it, yeah, there were no bodies slamming around. And then at the very last song, which was uh, their cover of "Ring of Fire," mm-hmm. uh, you got some bodies flying around in the front. <laughs> you did. They were saving it for one song. I think they had one <laughs> song worth of of pit in them, but uh, yeah. <laughs> so if i gave you a list of songs that uh you would say social d would cover right live in concert okay how high on that list do you think chris isaac's wicked game would be <laughs> i wouldn't make it on any list because they covered it uh-huh. and it was hilarious they you know the the intro guitar part starts and we all kind of look at each other like oh, oh no Oh no, we know what this song. Mm, I hope they, uh, because, because you know, in the back of your mind, that high note is coming. Mm-hmm. And I've listened to Mike Ness for like 35 years at this point, and you know what I know is not coming from Mike Ness. <laughs> that high note, like it, it, it's one of those things where it's like, oh, I got to see how he gets there. Oh, this is gonna be interesting. Um, and he did it his own way. Also, like three feet away from the microphone, <laughs> so uh, it it helped. It helped, but actually a very solid cover, shockingly decent. But uh, yeah, no, it was it was really funny though because when they started, we all just looked at each other like, ah, uh, this could <laughs> this might be bad. Um, hmm. You're like, mm, let's try it instead of like hitting that really, really high note. We'll flip it and we'll drop it a couple octaves yeah. and we'll, we'll see if we can hit that note. <laughs> maybe we'll do a really, really low note instead. There uh, you go. That's something he's good at. Well, my first guess I thought was going to be just instead of hitting that high note, you do it with a guitar. Yeah. Like you would just play the, same the thing. note instead yeah. of saying, but no, he went for it. He went for it. He got it. You know, um, <laughs> but no, it, it was super cool to like, I've, I've seen that band. I don't even know how many, let's say 15 to 20 times in my life. I've never even remotely seen them in a venue that small, like not once. And so it was a really cool experience for me. Well, that's awesome. I was very happy with it. And then, uh, yeah, today was just a bunch of running around. We got people coming over for Monday night football tomorrow. So we got to get the house ready for that and Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. do a little shopping and all that stuff. Uh, Oh, you you want to come over? I meant to text you. You want to come over? No, I, I I would love to. I just can't. All right, fair enough. 
not to do podcast invitations, but uh, here we are. <laughs> yeah, I know. Right? Um, yeah. <laughs> let me text you while we're talking, <laughs> just to yeah. make it more awkward. Yeah. Uh, so what was it? Uh, yeah. Speaking of weekends, uh, you know, have you ever had like one of those weekends where you line up a whole bunch of stuff that you want to get done, and you can just you could just see life like flying that plane of bombs just like over the weekend, just about mm-hmm. ready to drop them all off and just ruin everything about it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's the weekend I had. Like, I don't know what happened. I went through moments where I was antsy and wanted to do a bunch of work and organization because I felt mm-hmm. like my house is just chaos. As you can see from behind me, I've got a little bit of my office straightened out, but it's still just messy. I, I wasn't going to mention it, but yeah, I see it. Yeah. yeah uh, <laughs> but uh, so, yeah. So, um, yeah, I, w- I, you know, set out to start doing some cleaning and organizing and uh, got sidetracked and then um you know some scheduling conflicts arose mm-hmm. and uh then i got really really tired i don't know like 8 30 so like both friday and saturday i was in bed probably as you were rolling up to your concert venue i was already like <laughs> it i was already in my comfy pjs going to bed but yeah it's uh it's weird it's like i don't know if it's the weather because it's been cold and warm and yeah. rainy and all over the place my body doesn't know what to do but um but yeah it was um I just, I got three days to kind of get some stuff together before I have to throw up Christmas all over my house. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's my plan for Friday, too, is the big Christmas. Hey, guys, if you haven't figured out, we have shit to talk about this week. Uh, Justin <laughs> isn't here. Um, it, speaking of, of pressure and awkwardness, <laughs> Justin is in the middle of a uh, cross-interstate journey with his parents. Justin's what 33 34 <laughs> he's a grown-ass uh, man that's all we need yeah grown-ass man like he's he, he has his own house he pays his own bills and here he is riding across state lines with his parents and their dog for days <laughs> to go visit relatives and you know it's it's something to be lauded i i make fun because i know i couldn't do it i'm not strong enough <laughs> but as we decided before we started recording, Justin's just, uh, as the children say, built different. <laughs> He's built different. So yeah, I, we got a we got a message from uh, from him at 10:41 on Friday saying I roasted my dad this morning and he said not even five fucking minutes in the car and you've already started this shit. <laughs> and uh, I, I'll be honest, it made me proud. It made me proud of him. I, I so, I've never laughed harder at work. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yes, uh, if you're wondering why the sound quality sucks this week, we don't have Justin on the ones and twos to make it sound nice. Um, and, uh, yeah, we're, we miss our boy. Well, I'm just, I'm just glad that we're like 17 minutes into recording and your microphone hasn't dropped out once. Well, I, I not take everyone behind the curtain real quick, (laughs) but I did a whole bunch of reorg, uh, in my recording situation to try to cut out any interference that might've been happening and, there were some camera conflicts and and whatnot, so I I'm hoping, I'm hope fingers crossed, this this might be it, uh, but yes, and I'll tell you, Shannon, I miss when I intro Justin every time he goes, yeah, it's your boy, and then he starts talking, <laughs> and I don't, <laughs> I never know why, it just cracks me up every time, <laughs> yeah, it's your boy, um, but yes, so. Where our aim here was to to get a show out, to have some fun, to check in. We 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 both were playing the new Pokemon, a uh, little God of War update. Uh, you know we're we're feeling the holiday crunch already with the kids, and so not a lot of TV is getting watched or movies because uh, who has time for that bullshit um, mm-hmm. right now? And uh, yeah, with the exception of me staying awake until midnight last night, I also have been going to bed by like <laughs> eight thirty, nine o'clock every night. So here we are. Um, what uh, I feel like we touched on this last year, but I can't remember what your answer was. Go to holiday dish, Thanksgiving dish, go to a Thanksgiving dish. See, that's the thing is I'm I will wait all year for pumpkin. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not a pumpkin spice anything, but mm-hmm. come Thanksgiving, give me a whole pumpkin pie to myself mm-hmm. and I don't care what anybody else has for dessert. So I Fair will enough. say pumpkin pie is that thing I look forward to. But at the same time, 
like I know this makes people just flip their lids. Give me the cranberry sauce straight from the tube. The cranberry stuff that just oh, comes the out. Can? In one, yeah, the, the, the can? can of gelatinous. Hell yes. yes. Hell yes. Give me that all day. Right there with you. Yes. <laughs> Though, How about you? What What is yours? I, th- um, I, I feel like it's. Didn't you say it was like the green bean casserole with the crunchy bits on the top yep, last year? Yep. 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 And and the secret the secret thing about me, I don't like turkey. Like mm. I mean, it's fine. It's fine. I'm not going to like turn down a turkey dinner at Thanksgiving, but if you got a ham, I'm fucking mm. with the ham. Like I'll look, yeah, we'll, we'll get down on that action. Uh, this year I'm really happy though, because, uh, Steph's brother who is a chef, like a legit, he gets paid to be a chef chef, um, is making a veal roast. Ooh. Yeah. And it's hilarious. Cause my kids were like, Wait, we're not having turkey? And I'm I'm sitting there like, bro, your your grandmother runs a deli. Like she <laughs> makes turkey five days a week. Like just go go ask her for turkey. Like we don't need turkey on this, you know, it's <sighs> but um but yes. So I'm very excited about this year's Thanksgiving. Yeah, we uh I, I'm assuming you have a pretty big uh lineup, like like over to like twenty plus people like for your for your Thanksgiving. Uh, this year this year, I, I think we're around 12 to 15. There's a little dividing of the families this year. You know, so the people trade off holidays between Thanksgiving and Christmas and all that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So this year, I think it breaks basically in half of what it normally is. But yes, uh, uh, Italian family. So it it goes big. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're looking at uh, this is like the first one where everybody's kind of like, oh, yeah, COVID, like. We get it, but like by this point, like most of us have already had it, or we have mm-hmm. our shots, and everybody's in relatively good health and standing. So everybody is uh, showing up this year. So we do have nice. a twenty-plus like group of people going to be showing up at my mom's house for uh, for Thanksgiving. Nice. Yeah. Proper. Uh, it's going to be chaotic. But like that's what you want, kinda. What I want is to sit down in front of the TV in mm-hmm. my stretchy comfy pants mm-hmm. and to watch football from the time the sun goes up until the yep. time the sun goes down. That's what I want. Like but my son, my son will be playing with the cousins. Which is yep. right. I don't, I don't want to deal with it. <laughs> but see, you're going to have to do that uh, thing where you get up and get everyone ready and then bring the food that you're going to bring. And mm-hmm. so you're going to miss the first game entirely. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's, this is our life now as, <laughs> as parents that don't, that uh, unlike Justin, try to stay away from our our parents you know it's <laughs> i don't know what happened somewhere along the way but uh but no it, it holidays are always interesting now especially it's 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 funny now that i am a parent you have the the feeling of like oh this is absolutely for the kids mm-hmm. and growing up i never realized that i was like oh everyone loves to do this no they don't the adults don't like this it's it's one of those like sure I like taking the day off and yeah it's great to see the family members you like but guess what there's family members you don't mm-hmm. and they're gonna be there too and you're <laughs> stuck in a room with them you know and it's like man yeah this would be so much easier just to invite the four people I like to my house and we can hang <laughs> out you know and order a pizza oh my god that must be that's awesome uh but yeah it's uh i definitely i don't i didn't i never really felt it too much with thanksgiving but i did feel i I am starting to feel it this year with christmas because like all of the extended family members are like you know what like we got a big family Mm -hmm. and like i'm tired of buying presents or like just crap for people that like they don't use or like they end up returning like can we just do like a secret Santa where like everybody just buys like one present for somebody and like you just kind of invest a little bit more time and care into buying that present for that person um, instead of feeling like obligated to buy somebody something that you know that they're probably not going to like or want. So, you know, they have gone around with during we're doing like a secret Santa exchange one night. We're doing a ornament exchange another mm-hmm. night. Um, and then we'll, we'll do Christmas proper with like the family where like, you know, we do just like the immediate family and, and things like that. Um, so yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's kind of a bummer for me because like, I, you know, I like spreading the joy and I've always kind of been that guy that, you know, is just wants to be festive. Like, I don't give a shit about like, you know, what you guys want to do, 
want to do but like here i am like i'll get you a gift card like if i don't know what to get you i'll get you something that you, you might uh enjoy a little bit everybody likes money yep. um yep. so yeah i mean it's a uh, it's a little bit of a bummer to see that coming down the horizon right now but well it also yeah so our family also did that um because it got stupid with the amount of money everyone was spending on presents for everyone else. Mm-hmm. And so the rule we came up with was if you're under 10, everyone buys a present for you. Mm-hmm. If you're over 10, you go into the lottery mm-hmm. and ha- you know, names are drawn out of the hat and you buy that present buy a present for that person. Mm-hmm. And, and everyone has the same budget. And it's one of those, like, it just, it works out better. You know, you buy presents for the little ones. Cause guess what? That's what it's really all about anyway. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I hand my brother-in-law some shoes and say, Merry Christmas. You know, it's like, whatever. Um, but yes, I, I think that's a much saner system mm-hmm. rather than like, I spent $2,000 to buy everyone presents. You know, there's like, that makes a lot more sense to me. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. yeah. I, I think we should probably start like with the, a month before Christmas, we should probably start like maybe like a discord, like subgroup in our thing for like, mm-hmm toys for the to- toys for the kids like i gift ideas because like yeah you know with covid being what it was and you know this being my son's like first year in school i really still don't have an idea a clear picture other than cars what this dude like wants to play with um like what the hotness is in the streets yeah like yeah. i mean I, my son likes to build buildings we got a crap ton of legos we got a crap ton of lincoln logs we use them all the time mm-hmm. but like you know there's you know, I would like him to branch out into things that are, you know, adjacent to that stuff. And, you know, he's he's found some fun with a, like a microscope and some things like that. But, mm-hmm. you know, I'd like to see what what else is out there that maybe some of the other kids are playing with. So I know uh, a lot of uh, the, pe- the people in our Discord group got like, you know, uh, some wee ones. Uh, it would mm-hmm. probably help to, uh, you know, gather our resources and kind of see what people are are purchasing. Do the game plan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, other than that, uh, I know with the holidays that we're speaking of, Black Friday is going to be in between now and when we next record. So and uh, Wario 64 <laughs> has been nothing but disappointment on the feed. <laughs> Dude, it's Target's like, been nothing but disappointment. Uh, how, can, like, how do you here, come up with these games? It's like, here's Target. Here's Best Buy. Here's Walmart. And it's just like a fucking trail of sadness. You know, <laughs> games that have been out for two years that like they're just trying to clear out of their back stock. I did see Gotham Knight. Was it Target that had Gotham Knights for like twenty nine bucks or mm-hmm. something like that? And I'm like, ooh, <laughs> that's not even a month old. Like, mm-hmm. God damn, less than half price at a mu- less than a month. That's okay. I think Sonic Frontiers went down like half price in like a week. Oh, that's a, that's the other one. That's the other one I saw in the ads was uh, Sonic Frontiers. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, oh boy, I'm telling you, you know, Mike. And Jordan, you waited too long or you didn't wait long enough. Could have waited two weeks, <laughs> two weeks, man. Um, yeah. Oof. Oof. <laughs> yeah. It'll be interesting to see if there's any black Friday ads or anything that anybody pulls the trigger on. It just kind of seems like, I don't know. I don't know if you, you kind of have the same bug as I do. It's just all crap. Well, and, and see, the <laughs> thing is, is I don't have the need right now for a TV. Mm-hmm. Or headphones or, you know, any of this tech kind of stuff I just don't have a pressing need for. Like, some of those TV deals out there are nuts. And if I needed one, I'd probably be all over it. But I don't. So here we are. Mm-hmm. I do have to say I feel robbed by the new world we live in of online purchasing and whatnot. Because I loved watching the Holiday Madness videos of just... <laughs> people fucking storming a castle to get like a $29 (laughs) microwave and shit, you know, like I love that. That always made me happy. Yeah. I I always liked working at the malls, uh, during the Christmas, especially the first couple days. Cause Mm -hmm. you just saw the ebbs and flows of the people that first got there that were like super excited. And like the people that were loathed and despised having to be there. And then the ones that were like at the end of their like journey and were just like, I'm so over this. I don't care anymore. Like, just get me out of here. Yeah. So yeah. I'll tell you, uh, one of my favorite pre-COVID things, and it's something me and my dad did, 
as a kid and I kind of just still do it because, or I still did it because I loved it. All the Christmas shopping and whatever would be done by Christmas Eve. Right. Mm-hmm. And in our house, it would all have been wrapped and, and ready to roll. But we would always go for like stocking stuffers on Christmas Eve, like two or three things, nothing big. You're not spending any money. You're not even, don't even have anything in mind. You just, whatever jumps out at you, but we'd go to the mall to do it <laughs> on Christmas Eve. And it was so entertaining. Just seeing people frantic, panicked, <laughs> grabbing whatever they could. And we're just slowly walking through the mall. Just, Oh yeah, this ornament looks fine. You know, like just, you know, no, no pressure, no cares in the world, but like, God damn, it was such an entertaining place to be. Like people were just <laughs> losing their minds. And uh and yeah, I would do it myself. Like I used to take my my son with me to go do it. Uh just because it was so entertaining. Like it was so fun. Yeah. And then and like you said, you had the mix of people that were in full holiday regalia, like just loving the season, really just enjoying being out and about because it was Christmas time or holidays. And the other side of it where that mom was trying to find that one toy and just couldn't and was losing her fucking mind trying to handle it. And it's like, Oh man, just <laughs> the di- watching the human dichotomy of it all was just mm-hmm. always entertaining. The yin and the yang, if you will. Yes, absolutely. Um, man, we are meandering all over the, I'm sorry guys. This is, this is a weird episode. Don't apologize. This, um, is, this is high quality content right here that they're getting for free. I uh, just please don't unsubscribe. It'll get better. Next week. Um, <laughs> yes, as you can tell, this was me and Shannon about an hour ago going. So you want to do an episode? Yeah. Okay. What do you want to talk about? Huh? All right, let's do it. Um, and we're here, but uh, actually one of the things we did want to get on and talk about that we both have been playing was the new Pokemon's Pokemon's. <laughs> Did, what means... version? What version did you get, Shannon? I got Violet. Okay, I'm playing Scarlet. Mm-hmm. And the thing I tell, I said openly in this house more than once to anyone that would listen to me until they all walked away from me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> their needs, their their need has to be an option in future Pokemon games. That is like, yo. I'm 40 years old. I've played 20 of these games. I do not need a tutorial. Just give me the story. I'll read four paragraphs of bullshit. Just give me the story and let me go. Because an hour-long tutorial in a Pokemon game? I could, God damn. I could. And once I got to the school, I'm like, oh. Finally, I'm at the school. Okay. Finally, the game's going to let me go actually play the game, which would be annoying (laughs) or be amazing because the rest of this has been annoying. And it's like, oh, you need to go to this classroom. (sighs) I go to the classroom. Okay, great. You gave me a a, a quest. That's awesome. Go to leave. Well, got to go to your room now. (sighs) Why do I? (laughs) God, do I have to? Okay. Well, better go to sleep. You're here. (sighs) Fine. (laughs) Hey, the chancellor wants to talk to all of us. Ah, just, no. (laughs) Can I just play your game? Like, (laughs) guess what? Mm. I know this button makes me run. Guess what? I know how to throw a fucking Pokeball. Like, I played a million of these. Will you just let me play the game? And, uh, but yes, I got through the whole thing. Got past where they let you go on the treasure hunt. And uh, I'm actually playing the game now. With my walking motorcycle of a Pokemon. (laughs) Uh, Which is just, it's the weirdest thing. It's the weirdest thing. Like, why? But uh, I am am enjoying the new Pokemon. I I do love that they continued on with the thing of, we're just going to throw a million Pokemon at you right at the front. Like, my Pokedex already has like 20 or 30 things in it, which is kind of wild. Um, but yeah, otherwise, like I saw a bunch of videos going around about performance issues and it does have the Arceus thing of when you're far away from a Pokemon, it goes to the two frame, like wings up, wings down animation, which, mm-hmm. <sighs> so <laughs> I wanted your opinion, Shannon. Mm-hmm. 
how much with Bayonetta in this game, and I feel like there was one other Nintendo release we were talking about recently. How much do you think all of these studios were counting on the next Switch being out by now? <laughs> all of them? Because that's what it feels like. Mm-hmm. When I'm seeing like a lot of, you know, there's been some frame chugginess. Like I haven't seen anything as bad as people were showing on Twitter or stuff like that, where it was dropping to literally like two frames a second and half the backgrounds were popping in at the same time. And, you know, I haven't seen anything like that. But when I see all these performance issues, it's like, oh, this wasn't meant for this hardware at all. Like this was this is supposed to be on the next thing. Yeah, um, it's it's a bummer, man. Like, I, I don't know you know, what supply chain issues are still being run into with Nintendo and being able to come out with a new Switch. But, dude, you got to get the new console out within the next year. Like, you you have to have a goal to get a new console out by Christmas next year, I think. And, I mean, it's just, it's, it's become so obvious that none of this stuff was designed for this. Mm-hmm. They made it fit. They made it work. It's playable. It's fine. It's fine. You know, but there's nothing when you when you're playing like the God of Wars of the world and you can't get Pokemon to run smooth. <laughs> oof. You know, and and it, and it's just a horsepower issue. It's literally just a horsepower issue. Yeah, I mean there's there's a lot of assets that that game has to um you know, keep up with while it's running. Like, not only are you doing the battling, mm-hmm. but like you're still doing what the NPCs are doing in the background, what the Pokemon are doing in the background. Uh, you know, the battle mechanics, like the the players, and it's just there's a lot of that that bogs the system down. Um, yeah. You know, and to keep everything graphically pleasing is, dude, it's way beyond the the, the uh, what this the device was designed for like it is exceeding everything so it doesn't like it it's a bummer that you know nintendo couldn't get the ball rolling fast enough to get the new console out um mm-hmm. i think this will light a fire under their butts because like they are getting they're not getting any praise for this game yeah people are what you hear is this game has its issues but i'm still enjoying it you know that's that's what you hear from everybody like it and, it, and i don't even know if they're enjoying it because it's you know, it's they're Pokemon fanatics and it's just a new Pokemon game or it's like, you know, they've grown up with this. So they have the nostalgia goggles on. Like, I'd be interested to see somebody who is not, you know, our age, who is in like mm-hmm. their teens, like what they think of this game. Like, is this game garbage? Is this game good? Like everybody I've seen, it's it's like you're in my age, which we're not the demographic for. Or maybe we are. Who knows? Um, And it's just like, yeah, like it's got its issues it's got its warts but i'm still playing it and i'm still having a great time it's not a glowing response no but but i also feel like it's an accurate one yeah Mm -hmm. it's got its issues it's got its warts i'm still having a great time playing it it's still a good pokemon game you know like the tutorial aside i'm still having a great time playing it it's it's a lot of fun i like the, the lessons they learned from arceus and and they've applied with a more open world and how the Pokemon are in the world and how you can interact with them or choose not to. I think those are all great. The, I mean, admittedly weird ass crystal thing they have <laughs> as a power up in this iteration is fun. Like it's cool that you can get you, you know, you can have Pokemon with multiple types once you pull it off and stuff like that. So that's cool. Um, but at the same time, it's, you just can't look past the performance issues mm. of it. And like as fun and interesting and, and novel as all that stuff is, man, when you hit a battle and it takes two or three seconds to get into the load animation for it, it's, it sucks. It just takes you out of the experience. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that, that's the, the, I think that's the frustration with it is like, you yeah. look at this and you're like, there is so much wasted potential with this game. Like yeah. if if it just had the horsepower behind it, this game would be so much more fun, amazing, enthralling. Like mm-hmm. this would be, it would take it from a seven out of five to like your shining jewel for this next console. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <sighs> but that being said, like, are you enjoying it? 
I, uh, yeah, I find myself enjoying it. Like you said, like, I don't understand why with like 20 other games out there, you still can't just come up with a different story than you're a kid going to a Pokemon like school Mm -hmm. for Pokemon. And you have your friend who is like your constant, like, um, battle buddy who always wants to test you out at like every turn, like every key juncture of the game. Like that just to me is annoying and boring. Uh, and I don't, I Oh don't my care. God, that girl can't stop talking. Dude. She can't stop. <laughs> Dude, like, come on. Like, <sighs> uh, and like, she's, um, I, I get it. You're forgetful. Like it's, it, it's your thing. Like you're so excited to battle with Pokemon that like you forget mm. the most basic of things that like this noob <laughs> has yeah. to learn. Uh, dude, like that's the thing that just frustrates me is it's just, it's always the same thing. Like you, you are just this this guy or girl and you know you go to school and you have to have your that care that carefree buddy who's gonna challenge you it's just 20 times it's Mm -hmm. like a it's like a it's like the batman of it's like the batman origin story you can't get away from so like you you always hear it all the time like spider-man how many times do i gotta watch uncle ben get shot like come on like what are we doing (laughs) yeah Um, it's it's annoying and i think that's unfortunately talking it's bad when two of them come out the same year because you're automatically going to compare them but like Mm -hmm. that's one of the things that made arceus unique in in that regard is it didn't have that story Mm -hmm. you weren't like two of you didn't land on that beach and one became your rival and we're gonna (laughs) battle each other just to make sure we're good and it's like no god no if anything all of that was completely optional they set Mm -hmm. up the whole dojo thing to the left of the village and I never went there Mm -mm. and beat the game, never having to go there. And it was great because I don't want to do that shit. And it's like, I understand people that do, you know, there's people, a lot of people out there that get deep in the weeds as far as moves and points in the moves and how much damage each one does and the best matchups. And that's, and that's awesome. I am not that player. I'm not that guy. I just want to go through, get the story, collect all the Pokemons I can and move on with my life. Mm -hmm. Um, and and I liked that Arceus let me do that, where this game, I feel like, is still shoehorning a lot of the old Pokemon mechanics into it. Mm-hmm. I mean, that being said, it feels like a, a like they were trying to balance the two. You know, they were trying to bring in some Arceus, bring in the old, you know, sword and shield style and smash the two together. And And for the most part, I feel it's successful. It's a good game. It's a fun game. My kids are enjoying the hell out of it. That being said, it's just not as good as Arceus. It just isn't. Mm-hmm. At least for me. At least for me. I mean, I'm sure people hated Arceus and loved the old style, too. But as someone that played damn near all of them, uh, <laughs> I was ready for something different. Yeah, mm-hmm. And and it kind of sucks a little bit to go back. A little bit. I feel like I'm shitting all over a game I actually enjoy a lot, which is weird but yeah no i mean it's 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 easy it's easy to pick out the the glaring problems because Mm -hmm. the things that are right they've done right in the 20 other games so it's like anybody who's played that game like you know what they do right that's why you play those games over and over again but sure you know you're looking for the innovation and the innovation isn't there and that's why it's easy to feel like you're poo-pooing on the game um I will tell you one thing that I do like about the game is mm-hmm. the fact that they got the sizing of some of these Pokemon, like pretty yeah. small. Like, I mean, that's like true. if you're not paying attention, you could walk by like one of those Pokemon that's just like sitting there on the field, like, you know, doing its own thing. Um, so, and, in, and in handheld mode, it's like, I don't even know what that is. <laughs> yeah, pretty oh, it's much. a scatterbug. Sweet. Like, OK, <laughs> cool. Yeah. So um so the fact that there's new Pokemon that are small, that are, you know, not easily identifiable, I think that's fun. It adds a little bit of charm to the game because, mm-hmm. um, you know, you, in playing in Pokemon Go, like, yeah, you get to see like these things and it, it gives you their dimensions and their measurements. But you never really get to understand fully how big or small they are compared to a person. I think this kind of adds like an extra layer, which is kind of fun. Sure. Um, but yeah, they're. There's it. You wanted an RCS open world, bigger game in like a Pokemon, you know, with that next Pokemon iteration. And they just fell a little short, I think, is all it is. Well, I mean, in reality, for them both to come out in uh, for them both to come out the same year, 
I'm sure they were being developed in parallel. Mm-hmm. So hopefully the next one will be able to take both lessons learned from both games and be applied. But I mean, it sucks to talk about the next game when the first one <laughs> came out four days ago. So uh, let's, let's circle back and I want to ask you what's the best new Pokemon you found? Uh I can't say that there's a best one yet because I've only just gotten past the tutorial, same same as you. Um okay. but <clears throat> the the what was it? The um there's that tiny one that the the director has, like the what was it, the pop it begins with a P. It's like a small orange little the, the Pikachu replacement. Is it a Pikachu replacement? Yeah, I guess so. It's like super yeah. tiny, it's like one inch tall. Yeah. Um, but that thing was pretty cute. Um, the the tarantula things, the spider one that's yeah. in the ball of yarn, it's creeped the hell out of me. So like, <laughs> I caught one to put it in the Pokedex, and after yeah. that, I was like, I'm not, I'm not keeping any more of you guys. Um, the uh, I got Lechonk, of course. Like Lechonk was like right there waiting for me to take him, and I took him. Um, so I mean, I'm enjoying it. Uh, I I want to know. Um, there's shinies in this. And mm-hmm. I just want to know how you know how you can tell. I know obviously the color is the thing that's going to tell you it's shiny, but like, is there something on the tag or the display that lets you know that it's shiny? So apparently, from what my son was telling me, it's like Arceus, where you'll they'll be shiny as you're walking around. Like there'll be a noticeably different color as you're walking around. Like you don't have to encounter them in a battle to know if they're shiny or not, which is awesome. Gotcha. Which I appreciate a lot. Mm-hmm. Apparently, when they're sparkly on the map as you're walking around, that's not shiny. That's showing that they can be terasticized or whatever they're called. They can do the crystal thing. Gotcha. Uh, that's what that means. But um, I, I'm sad that you didn't give a shout out to my boy LeChunk, the the pig, because LeChunk is I just the best. did. Oh, you did? Uh, yeah, I, I, said, I said he he was right there for me, waiting for me, and I picked him up, LeChonk. Yeah, I, I changed his name in the game to LeChonk, so it won't change when he evolves. <laughs> so what So what was your starter Pokemon? What did you go with? I went with Quaxley, because yeah. he has the same hair as my son. So we we did that. I, 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 I named him Quax. I nice. Feel, I feel good about that. Is he good? I mean, like, do you do you like him as a starter? He's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. And the cool thing about him is he can learn the wing attacks mm-hmm. pretty quick and like the bird moves and mm-hmm. as well as the water ones. And the the flying moves are really powerful early game. So that that's a cool thing. Like, I think I feel because my son is playing, too, and he's and he picked Foy Coco. Mm-hmm. That's what I and, picked. And I feel like. Coco is a way more balanced starter where Quaxley's defense sucks, but his <laughs> attack power is crazy, you know? So, mm-hmm. but if someone gets past that first attack, I'm fucked. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, and I think my, my daughter did the cat, but I haven't been watching her play. So I don't know how she's doing, okay. uh, but yeah. So my team, I found a Ralts out in the wild. So Ralts is always a great early game Pokemon. You get the psychic attacks. Mm -hmm. So yeah, my team right now is uh, LeChunk, uh, Quaxley, Ralts. And then uh, I forget. It's like the random. I got it like a Fletchling and just some random bullshit. I think that tarantula thing's still on there. <laughs> just something like whatever. Uh, some random bullshit. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, let's I, be honest. Nobody's switching out any Pokemon in, like the first like couple of of, of parts. Like you're you're basically just rocking your starter, and oh, like 100%. if he gets knocked out, you're just playing with whatever you've caught so far. Yeah, yeah. So, I think um, I think I'm gonna roll with my boy Lechunk though until the end of days. I was. <laughs> I was really not okay when I found out that his uh, evolution is not named Lechungus. <laughs> I was like, "Come on, how can you go? How can you not go from Lechunk to Lechungus?" Like, uh, it's a missed opportunity for sure. It is. It is. But no, I, I'm I'm 
very much looking forward to uh, to to seeing it through, or at least for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I'm I'm enjoying it. It's fun, but it's just not Arceus, and that's a bummer. Yeah, it's kind of um, it's interesting because like you know we had <clears throat> Mario and Rabbids, and then mm-hmm. God of War, and then this, and it's like out of those three games. I'm still I still want to finish Spark of Hope or the you know the the yeah. Rabbids one. And God of War like basically calls to me like a siren's call pretty much whenever I'm at home. Uh so it's kind of a bummer cuz I was expecting this to kind of dethrone one of them and it it didn't do anything. On the plus side for me, it has become the game now that I can play while my kids are around because mm-hmm. Sparks of Hope like both of them just don't get it really. And they, they like check out when I'm playing it or try to get me to play something else when I'm playing it. Mm-hmm. But this game I can just start playing and they both just sit down. They're like, Oh cool. What are we doing? Huh? Where do we want to go? You know, it's, it's <laughs> so it's fun for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and because of that, I'll probably get way more progress in this than I will in God of war just because God of war <laughs> happens when the kids are asleep and I'm tired. Um, but yeah, so cool stuff, cool stuff. Uh, again, not to go too spoiler, I mean, God of War, but hey, that game's still really good. <laughs> that game's rad. <laughs> uh, I've gotten to the point where I'm through the uh, Dwarven realm, mm-hmm. making good progress to tier. And uh, yeah, that's basically where I'm at. I loved the interaction with the uh, supervisor, the dwarven supervisor that you meet, uh, who tells you to get the hell out of his office, but then actually gives you a map of where to go. That's that was all that was really fun. Um, but yeah, and I did the little side quest of mirrors to shut down the, the foundries that Odin had him build and all that and why the dwarves hate hate him even though he kind of saved all their lives by making them useful to Odin in a way. Um, I thought I came, man, the story in that game, the acting in that game, just chef's kiss. It's just so good. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm hoping, I'm hoping they, that stays as strong. Cause I'm six hours in to it now, seven. I, I was hoping to be 10 to 15 by the time we recorded, but I, I didn't make it. Uh, and, I'm still feeling just as strong about it as I did in those first couple hours. Like granted, it's not as cinematic as those first couple hours were, but I feel like the gameplay is just as strong. I'm I've got my sea legs back under me. I've got my good combo systems down. I'm I'm digging through the armor systems and all that. I feel I feel like I'm back. You know, <laughs> it took me a while to remember it all, but I'm back. And uh I don't know. I'm I'm into it. It's really good. That's good. I'm I'm envious because let me tell you, like I want to get back to that game, and I have I, I'm still like maybe like two three hours at the two three hour mark. Come back, Shannon. Come back. I, I want to be there so bad. <laughs> uh, maybe this week uh, coming up, like yeah. you know, having the Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday like set up. Maybe I'll get an hour to play something fun. maybe i'll get an hour to play something for me (laughs) yeah that isn't that isn't marvel snap oh Um, dude talk about marvel snap for a second like all right let's talk about it dude so they put in that new zone um the uh the one that death's domain or yeah death's domain no but well both of them like they're just chaotic right now because it's basically like either it's one of those every match or it's both of them like every like mm-hmm. maybe third or fourth match. And uh, I'll tell you, having Colossus and Wolverine is is definitely a must have for, for that like deck build yeah. for me right now. Also Nova. Yeah, Nova's a good one. I've seen that a lot. Um, and then let me see. I'm trying to think. Dude, there's been a lot of close scraps like it's. Yeah. I'm afraid I'm afraid to snap right now because like it it could go either way, like pretty much like every single time, um, you know, either I get Colossus and I get um, Wolverine in my hand and I can play them and be effective at at least taking out, uh, you know, at least getting that death domain like locked down. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I've been I'm, I think I, the last time we talked, I was at like level 
collector level maybe like 20. I yeah. I am now at like collector level 170. So made some significant inroads to my collection progress. Yeah. Um it, it, it definitely helps to start getting cards. Like mm-hmm. that that helps a lot. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's uh it's it, it's definitely like I want them to move out of using that death domain because I think it's very limiting to the decks mm-hmm. that you see or that you get to experience. Have you seen Death the card yet? No. Lady Death. Uh so I want to say it's like a 10 14 but oh. for <laughs> So that was my my first thing is like, how do you even cast that until you read the card? And for every card that gets destroyed in the game, the cost of it goes down one. Mm. So, you know, you drop the squirrel deck on or whatever, and then Carnage rips three of them to shreds. And now it's seven to cost, mm. you know, so it's you can come up with a deck to play it. But 14. Whew. Yeah, you would need like you would need like a Carnage and a Deathlock. Mm-hmm. And then you would need to be able to play both of them to get that card out, or a Death Domain. And yeah, drop cards there. Pretty but, much. Yeah, that's a fun one. Have you built a move deck yet? No, I have not. Do you have multiple man? I do. Do you have Iron Fist? Uh, yes. Oh, you are on your way, sir. <laughs> Heimdall? You got Heimdall? Yes. Oh. T- you got all the pieces you need. <laughs> so the best is you get multiple man wearing Hulk armor, right? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So now he does seven damage. Mm-hmm. But when you move him, he keeps the seven when he replicates. Oh, nice. Okay. So he's so now you have two seven powers in different zones. And then you throw Heimdall at the end, which pushes everyone all the way to the left. until And then the stack up, four, 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 whatever. Mm-hmm. But multiple man... If you have two of them, now you've got one in every zone. That's seven power. It's oh, chef's kiss. Just wow. every every time I pull it off, I feel just amazing. You know, I've done it probably twenty times now, and every time I'm like, God damn, that's amazing, dude. The yeah, that one uh, challenge, the weekly challenge, where you have to win every zone. Like I've come so close to doing that, maybe like a dozen times, mm-hmm. and I, I still can't get it. I was like, shit. So I actually did that today while I was watching football <laughs> and I blew two zones out of the water mm-hmm. and the last one I got with one point because it was <laughs> death's domain and, and I had a squirrel that landed in <laughs> death's domain with one point and he just had nothing he could put there. So I won the zone with a point and I'm like, yep. Nailed I want to say that's I want to say that's like two challenges because wasn't there a challenge that was like win win a zone with less than like four points or something? I think it was. I think it was less than ten. Mm, I think it was sense. less than ten points, but yeah, yeah, yeah. But that was fun. Marvel snap, dude! Hell of a game. Hell dude, of yeah. Game. Like you know, it's funny. Like I started talking so much smack about that game, and here I am, just mm-hmm. like sucked on the teat of that. <laughs> Dude, magic junkies like us, man, you know, it's it's the methadone to magic's <laughs> heroin. That's that's all it is. But I also mm. find it astounding that it took this long to come up with a good card game on mobile. Cuz like Hearthstone wasn't good on mobile. No. It was great on computer, but it, the mobile experience was not fun. Yeah. And uh so, yeah, I mean magic is all right except magic got I feel like they got greedy. Um, and like, it became a lot more like pay to win. Um, well, and the other thing with magic that, you know, I'm glad Justin isn't here. So I don't have to hear the 20 minute long retort (laughs) is after 20 something, 30 years, it got too complicated. Mm -hmm. There's so much to keep track of. There's so many rules. There's so many things. There's so many abilities. There's so many like combinations and, at some point that's just, if you're not in it, it's just exhausting. Like it becomes this impenetrable wall for people like my wife who enjoyed playing with, you know, Justin and Megan and you guys when, when they were out here. But anytime we've tried to play sense, it's like, I don't want to spend two hours reading cards to figure out what the hell anything does. 
Like I just want to play. And so it becomes, it becomes very difficult to do that. So where Marvel snap is basic, simple. It's real simple and the games go fast and that helps. That helps a lot. But there's a lot of superheroes with a lot of the same abilities. Do you feel Mm -hmm. that that's going to get old? Maybe, but at the same time, like that's kind of how the comics are. There's a lot of superheroes with the same ability, so I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but they have different personalities, which like are easily, you know, transferred to a dialogue. Like this doesn't have that. Sure, but I also think the secret sauce for this game is the zones. Yeah, like, and I think that's where, that's where I've noticed a lot more of the like patching, or or not patching, but balancing of the game. It's like, oh, everyone is playing this style deck. Okay, we're going to make Death's Domain then. That'll (laughs) stop a lot of these decks in their tracks. And it makes everyone have to play a different deck or rejigger their decks, you know, and Mm -hmm. or the one which was so dumb, but I thought it was really fun. It was like every card fights at the end of the game or Mm -hmm. at the end of the round and only the strong survive. And all of a sudden you're playing very differently based on on that and where everything goes and wait, shit, I can't drop this card there. It's going to die immediately, you know? <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, I'm, I'm curious to see how they continue to, to balance it and develop it. And, you know, the se- the season passes, what those add to the game, if it's just more content. Cause I don't know if like all the black Panther universe characters were in the game prior to that or not. Or if, like, you know, Okoye and stuff like that was added as part of it, or did it exist before? I'm not sure. So it'll be interesting to see what they keep adding to it. I'm not sure if it's a lifelong love affair that I'm in for, but I'm enjoying the hell out of it right now. So, yeah, it was pretty. Uh, what was it? Um, it? It is funny because it seems like I don't know if there's like processing power that's limiting this game, but like when you have Wolverine. And you put him into that battle zone and mm-hmm. he's got to battle everybody and he gets his ass kicked because he's only like a two, three, but he like doesn't, he can't die. Yeah. Like there's always that, there's such a long pause. I always feel like there's maybe like a minute where like the game is trying to figure out like what to do. Like, so, sure. you know, it does like the whole like animation. Wolverine gets his butt kicked. The other card falls. And then there's like a minute where like nothing's happening. And then mm-hmm. all of a sudden, like, you know, there's the animation Wolverine pops back up again and either he gets put right back down in the same spot or he gets moved over one spot to the left. Um, but it, it doesn't matter. Rain or shine, like that thing is going to take like a minute to like think about that whole process. Um, but yeah, I thought that was kind of funny. But I also think it is based on just the time the other player is taking. And like I've played some games where a hundred percent they closed the app and walked away <laughs> and then reopened it a turn and a half later. Cause it's like, what, what took so long? Like the <laughs> clock ran all the way down on this turn. Like, and you didn't do anything. What the hell? Mm-hmm. So I think it's stuff like that, but eh, I don't know. Hell of a game. Do you still think you're playing against more bots or do you think you're playing against more people? No, I think I'm, I'm playing as people now. I'm seeing a lot more of a, realistic let's call them screen names that i don't think a programmed bot would have in a corporate setting (laughs) you know i i I don't think uh anyone (laughs) in the disney ownership would allow their computers to program milf lover 69 or you know some of these names i've seen so oh that's priceless (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah, I mean, you're probably right there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <sighs> well, I mean, do we have anything else to talk about? No, bro. Like, I haven't watched anything. Yeah. And we kind of, I feel like we've talked, we, we're basically only playing the two things. And mm-hmm. we talked about those. Bro, you got to, we squeezed an hour out of this rock, dude. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> Fair enough. Playing. Fair enough. <laughs> I just like talking to you, Shannon. I know, dude. It's fun. It's it's great. It's easy. Easy like Sunday morning, man. Well, hey, since Justin isn't here, Shannon, why don't you land this plane? 
you know what, guys? That, did I do a good job there? <laughs> you got to breathe in more like, you know what, guys? <laughs> you know what, guys? Thank you for uh, for hanging in there with us. Uh, you know, I know this was kind of a rough shot. This is like your Thanksgiving leftovers. Like there's mm-hmm. just a whole bunch of stuff there and you just got to sort your way through it to find those crispy, good parts of the meat that you like. So uh, thank, you, thank you for joining us at the kids table. This week. Yeah. Yeah, so thank you for uh, for sticking with us. Um, you know, I probably wouldn't rate this show, but like if you just want to rate the other the other episodes that we've done, like go on to Spotify or iTunes or anything like that. Give us some five star ratings or whatever you feel is necessary, and uh, you know, help us help us uh, grow those numbers. Uh, we're doing pretty good, mm-hmm. you know, so uh, we're thankful for that this year. Um, you know, you can follow us through our our other multimedia channels such as. Uh, facebook and the twitters and uh you know now that twitter's not going down you can reply and and follow us there uh you can also get on the discord we have some movie uh spoiler talk we have uh you know upcoming gaming news we have humble brags we got some uh we got a whole bunch of channels there bud so uh come on over give us a listen um thank you very much for uh, listening to the show and uh zach if uh robbie was here what do you think robbie would say Robbie would say, hey, guys, go be great. Hallelujah. (laughs) (laughs) Give me the turkey. Oh, yeah. Stretchy pants for days. Mm -hmm. All right.